Welcome everyone to episode 11 of the Who Actually Knows podcast. I am sitting with a guest, a very special guest, one that is near and dear to my heart and actually visiting me in LA. She is my first visitor, her and her boyfriend Mike. They're staying in Marina Del Rey and we have Saturday to Monday together Um, and we're recording this on a Sunday so we've spent some time um, and I'm really excited for you guys to get to know her. She's going to speak on a topic that I think is very relevant, something that we all should learn how to prioritize or at least practice because it's not easy. It's not going to be perfect. But my friend Gina Miklaj is going to kill it and knock it out of the ballpark. We have known each other since freshman year of college. We were in the same business fraternity and have gotten closer. We have traveled abroad together. We've traveled to each other's homes. We have done different cities. We have so many different experiences, um, life and personal, together and not. And I'm very excited to welcome. So welcome, Gina. How are you today? Hello, Emma. I'm happy to be here. I also am so excited to be here because one of our trips was to LA um, a couple years ago. And I remember that trip was like a big trip for you and like kind of seeing if the city would be your next move. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like seeing you in this next move. <laughs> Literally, because that was uh, October uh, around that time, 2021, fall. Yeah, yeah 2021. And we graduated May 2021 and came out here. This is full swing. Yeah. Full circle, not full swing. I'm in full swing yeah, living yeah. here. <laughs> but we've had we've had so much fun both times we've always had fun traveling together we travel very similarly which Mm -hmm. is great no it's been it's been fun I'm happy to be here Um, like you said I'm on a little just long weekend so we kind of went to San Diego first Um, that was like my first time in San Diego Um, and we just kind of spent a day there Mm -hmm. didn't do too much besides just exploring we did kayak in like the worst waves (laughs) (laughs) wetsuit kayak everything um a little bit of motion sickness, um, but and it was it was really cool to see. And then we headed out to Escondido, like a little state park outside Escondido, and I loved it. We woke up to chickens every day, as I showed you, mm-hmm. um, and it was so fun. And then we came here, and we had this be like the long leg of the trip we wanted to spend the most time here and, and see you and have you show us around. So it's yeah, been cool. yeah, it has been, it's been super fun because they got in Saturday around one. And I showed them my apartment, my little apartment, my roommates uh, at Coachella this weekend. So that lucky girl. But um, I wish you could have met Haley because she's also awesome. So came in, did a little tour, and then we went to Bluey's in Mar Vista, which is my favorite like lunch spot. Just good salads, California food, all the good stuff. Um, and then Mike, her boyfriend, had a, a wish to see the sunset. So we went to a rooftop bar and got dinner. Like, and just had a really good conversation. It was a really long dinner last night, but it was yeah. so nice. Mm-hmm. I, I think it was like three hours long. Yeah. Maybe even longer, actually. We were there till like 11. Yeah. And we were to closed out. We closed, <laughs> we closed out the <laughs> closed Firestone out the brewery. <laughs> brewery. Um, but yeah, it was. it's always really nice to have someone visiting from home, um, especially around this time. I was telling June actually today because it's my birthday on Tuesday and I think it might be like feel a little bit more of a lonely birthday because I don't have my close girlfriends um, or friends or family here except for David. So like you guys are my piece of home before I turn 24 and it feels really good um, for you to be here. But 
yeah, you guys are flying out on Monday. Tonight we have dinner at Hatchet Hall, which is Farm to Table. I keep telling them, I'm like, oh, we're going to go to this farm to table, organic grocers, locally sourced, because <laughs> I love that stuff. But um, I'm excited. Tonight's right going to be a good dinner. Fits right into the topic today, too. It does. It does fit right into the yeah. topic today, um, which is perfect. We're just going to go right into it. So Gina's going to touch on a topic that for a lot of 20-year-olds and myself included, like especially myself, is is very hard to do and I think maybe it's the way we were wired and our phones and just knowing that you know you're constantly going and going and wanting to be the best version of yourself but it's it's really hard and I feel like it comes with putting a lot of pressure but then it also takes away from a lot of things in life that mean a lot to you um and Gina's going to touch on a concept um called slow living which is you know just all about slowing down and to give you guys all a little bit of insight, I'm just going to let Gina talk about it. So Gina, if you could introduce what we're talking about today, the concept of slow living, um, and what it means to you, really. Yeah. So slow living was something I kind of stumbled upon this year as well, and it kind of just pieced together a bunch of fixes to handle the crazy hectic life we're jumping into in our 20s and the workforce and figuring out what we're doing next. Um, I originally fell in love with the idea of slow food. I learned about it on a a broad trip I took in college to Rome. Um, It was basically this like grassroots movement by an Italian guy named Carlos Petrini, and he basically um, wanted to just kind of go against the fast food movement and support like and preserve cultural, traditional foods. And... um, locally source Mm -hmm. natural organic like that was the whole motive behind it and now it's like a global movement and slow living kind of like branches off of that whole concept of slow food um and how to incorporate those same concepts from slow food into like your life and slow living and just like take a step back and and let's reprioritize in our life like what we want to and kind of just to um take a step back from that highway we're all on so i feel like it's perfect to talk about especially with our age like we are struggling I I'm I'm gonna say we I am struggling (laughs) figuring out this transition into like the real world I say after college a college campus it's literally the real world coming from U of I where we went to I feel like um and just figuring out what you want your life to be like going forward and how to prioritize everything I had a big job switch that Mm -hmm. I think kind of pushed me into like exploring this concept of like slow living mm-hmm. um I basically was like set to work for a company had worked for them for three summers and then like bam just had something like hit a wall like a month before starting for them and I was like I don't think this is it for me I don't think there's something about it internally I just didn't think that was the right move um and then you know I was like I'm unemployed now let's find a job <laughs> <laughs> and so I set out to at that same time of finding a job and finding where you want to like put your nine to five hours and energy in like also finding like my purpose outside of those hours and how they intertwine and how to balance them and stuff so that's kind of like slow living to a core is just prioritizing what we want to prioritize and just slowing down like the crazy life we have yeah and you touched you talked about it literally like 
adjusting to the real life and like the postgrad it is hard I mean even two years out I think it's hard because one when you go from college you're having so much fun and like your responsibilities are like fun responsibilities Mm -hmm. and social and you're changing and you're learning and you're like just growing and around a bunch of different types of people especially at U of I like senior year was almost like it wasn't a joke but like we just we went out and did a lot and I feel like we're like scared of the like partying to end to then go into like you know responsibilities and it is a transition so I feel like that's the first part of the transition is just realizing that you're not going to party as much and like you are going to like things are going to slow down in that realm but then like the second part is you are naturally going to learn what you like to do on your free time and like who you are as a person Mm -hmm. and for someone like me being so type a as a person I was always like well what am I gonna do now well what am I gonna do now I wake up David always says this he's like you wake up stressed yeah like when you wake up you're jolted you're like okay so we're gonna get coffee at this time we're gonna do this at this time I just really need to remember that like I need to breathe you know and slow down and I feel like if you don't do that in postgrad, especially when you're learning about your interests, you're going to almost bypass them, honestly. Like yeah. for even the podcast, like some this is an interest that I have. But for a year I was talking about it, you know, because I was just like, oh, well, I have to work hard in my job. I have to do this. I almost bypassed it, you know, and I was like finally like, you know, what, let's just like make the time because mm-hmm. everyone has the time, but you have to like mentally, you know, like make it. Yeah. So – um when you were you're going through postgrad why did you really feel like this was something that you wanted to introduce into your life and like more recently because you had been learning about it in like slow food and like you went to Italy and you know Mm -hmm. you've been traveling and you've been exposed to so many things so when was like the time where you're like okay I actually am gonna get serious about this yeah I think it was um second semester of like senior year I was just struggling Mm -hmm. for some reason and um I didn't know why because it was such a fun three and a half years (laughs) and I was so confused and I think it was just everything was moving so quickly yeah and I needed to take a step back and I didn't know that at the time and my step back was that summer I went on a road trip Mm -hmm. just a month road trip with one of my high school friends it was so fun and it was it was just like the reset I needed. It was the let's go in nature, let's breathe, let's go on some hikes, let's sleep in a tent, let's get to the core of the necessities, no running water, <laughs> like basically like Maslow's hierarchy. <laughs> and um, it was just a good reset. Mm-hmm. Like let's, let's reset before we head back home and, you know, have to um, start work because that's what was the next chapter at that time. And so – I think that's when I I knew I needed to make a change like that summer Um, and that kind of bled into my crisis of like taking um, a different job and and moving to a different job and like um, I took that like after the road trip I just like needed to reprioritize and I really felt like I needed to reprioritize family Mm -hmm. and just like staying at home and being around my family Um, and that was like part of why I didn't take the job is because I was going to be like moving with the, the role I had um, and my kid, my brothers were having kids and yeah. like it's so 
special to see like your nieces and nephews grow up and just like be a a five minute drive from your siblings or parents Mm -hmm. and so yeah I think that was the biggest time where I had felt like a huge shift inside where I'm like I'm not prioritizing the right things right now and I need to fix it yeah and so I just like did it I was like I'm not taking this job I didn't have anywhere else to go and I was like I'm gonna figure it out I'm gonna I'm going to figure it out and we're also going to figure out my whole other life, you know, attached to just work and how to fit in exercise, how to fit in hobbies, how to fit in passions and how to just slow down. And like you said, wait, not wake up being like, oh my gosh, what do I need to do? I'm wasting time. I feel like we've talked about this a lot of like, you feel sometimes like you're wasting time when you're just taking a break, Mm -hmm. but the break is so needed and we don't like give ourselves grace, like to just like give ourselves a break when it's like what's actually needed instead of like fitting in a quick workout or fitting in like a coffee run or fitting in like an hour or two of like meeting a friend it's sometimes you just like need to not do any of that 100% I mean even today so Mike and Gina went surfing and I was sitting on the beach and I they were surfing for an hour and a half um they did a lesson and I was like okay I was just had nothing to do for an hour and a half and I like was like it was almost nice it forced me to slow down and I Mm -hmm. laid back and I took a nap. I never nap. Yeah. Ever. Like someone came and picked up a surfboard <laughs> by me. I slept through it. And I didn't even think I was tired, but I just felt like I let my body relax. And, you know, in the moment it yeah. wanted a nap, which was like nice because I don't always do that. And I need to remember to like make time for myself as well yeah. um I think the funniest part too was when we were going out into the water with our instructor I could see you were kind of like antsy like you were like what you, you know because you're like you knew you had an hour and a half to kill I was like, like jumping around yeah. like cheering for you guys and I was like I'm not doing this for an hour and a half yeah and then you're like I might do yoga like I'm, and I'm like oh that'd be fine like yeah. and then like no match I was like oh my god you just like napped like that's awesome like and you're like I never nap but I was like that yeah that was like to the core like slowing down literally <laughs> it just, felt good yeah. it felt good um and you just talked about too with your family um this whole trip I've been seeing photos of nibblings <laughs> which I just learned last night nibblings are nieces and nephews oh yeah did I say that <laughs> Mike Mike and you both say nibblings. Yeah, nibblings the nibblings and so they have nieces nephews on both sides and they're adorable and I can tell that it is something that you guys, you know, really prioritized. And you said after postgrad, you knew that you wanted to realign your priorities. Um, and it's something that you and I discussed before this podcast mm-hmm. about this concept of, you know, realigning your priorities and caring less about things that are important to you mm-hmm. to care more about the things that are. Yeah. And that one resonated with me so much. And I think it will with a lot of my listeners And I kind of want you to go into detail of, like, how you did that. Like, how Mm -hmm. did you know you wanted to prioritize your family? Or how did you make the space to prioritize everything that you have been? Yeah, caring more and caring less. It's like the balance. Mm -hmm. It's caring more about what's important and caring less about what's not. Mm -hmm. And I think um, you can, like, visualize it. I like to – I'm a visual person. Um. I think I might have heard this on a podcast somewhere too, but the pie chart thing, like your life is a big pie chart circle and there's different pieces of pie of like your priorities in like the time you spend on them. And it can shift during like multiple periods of your life, but it's just figuring out where you want to spend the energy and time. 
Um, so I definitely increased that pie chunk <laughs> for family because at school I didn't go home a lot, even though I was yeah. only two and a half hours away. Yeah, I really didn't. didn't go home a lot besides holidays, maybe a weekend here and there. But um, I can tell like my parents always wanted me to be maybe more homesick <laughs> or my mm-hmm. mom specifically. Um, and they were really excited to have me back. Um, home and I think they're really excited I turned down the job where I'd be traveling and I think that like hit me that like you know they were as excited to have me around and you know my brother I think even right after I turned down that he's like oh my gosh can you nanny for you know my niece his his daughter my niece because um and it didn't work out but it was just yeah I think after I seen like the reactions of like the what I'm trying to prioritize and see like they all like you know my family members were equally as excited to have me home um, which is normal family membership. Yeah, they happy. want you home. Um, but it just hit me. I'm like, I, I, I don't know why I wasn't, you know, maybe prioritizing as much in college or um, why I thought it would be the best thing to move away right away. Um, but also throughout this, like, last year, year and a half, mm-hmm. two years, um, I've tried to, yeah, I've just had to, like, self-inventory, like, mm-hmm. self-inventory of, like, wh- what am I spending time on and why? And like really get to the why yeah do the five whys where you're like why am i spending time on my phone what am i spending time on why am i on this app so much why like getting to the core of it and that's when i think you like learn so much about yourself when you take your self-inventory and to take self-inventory you need to like slow down self-reflect like learn about yourself Mm -hmm. and um i've done like small tweaks like I wouldn't say I embody this concept of slow living you know in my my life it's just like an evolution of me trying to learn how to incorporate it in more which um I just want to make that clear yeah (laughs) and it's like the littlest things of I um like try to I've, I've been really trying to make a conscious effort getting off my phone um and I've done that for the like the last year I've deleted a lot of social media apps mm-hmm. um just like to get off of it um to literally stop the addiction like it yeah, was it is crazy, crazy when I deleted them. Like your phone literally like swipes to them and like wants to click where the button was. Yeah, it's like muscle memory. Yeah. I have it too. Or sometimes crazy. I'll like go to do like a Google search, but I'll just be scrolling through Instagram instead. And like yeah. 15 seconds later, I'm like, I didn't even want to go on Instagram. Yeah, I know. It's so weird. And like I love listening to some of your early podcasts too and talking with you. You've actually been someone to encourage me to not see it as like a solely bad thing like social media and to actually find the like good parts about it and to figure out how to create it like a space where you can learn things and use it as like a good conscious consumption thing yeah like changing the narrative around it changing that narrative around Mm -hmm. it because initially I like kind of took them all out of my phone to just like reset and I've like loved not having them yeah so I just like don't have them I would like delete them off my phone I just recently re-downloaded Instagram um and stuff I deleted my Snapchat fully I deleted my Facebook fully mm-hmm. I think Snapchat the hardest was like losing all the memories like the saved memories yeah and the ones that pop up and stuff yeah yeah but ultimately like I just like didn't need them in my life like right. I just I, I like closed that chunk of pie my pie chart it's yeah and it's decluttering your mind too yeah. you probably have so much more mental space yeah and like if you're not 
you like if you don't need to go on social media you're not waking up and going for that yeah and like I've heard too when you wake up and you go and grab your phone and you go on social media the first like few things that you do in the day your body is going to like crave that throughout the rest of the day so it's such a good habit to even like form yeah exactly yeah I I definitely have a problem with that um I don't think it's like too bad again like I said like the whole changing the narrative I like live by that Like, and that's my way of giving myself grace of like, you know what, I can do it and think of it as a positive way. And it's like, you know, the manifesting and just like speaking into existence mm-hmm. of like, okay, you know, if I have a positive relationship with social media, it's not going to affect me as bad as like, maybe it was when I was mindlessly doing it. Yeah. Or the in, mindless part is, is the worst. Mindless, yeah. literally. It's, it's so hard. Um, and you have to like consciously stop yourself. You're like, if you're on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, yeah. Snapchat for like, 30 minutes and you could have been doing like something else going on a walk calling yeah. your, your family or friends it's like that's the prioritization aspect of it it's like what could you have been doing with that that screen time right and that's such a good example too you said like you are learning how to put small practices into your life which mm-hmm. I think is important too because when we have these podcast topics of like slow concept living Gina and I are not here to you listeners to preach at you and be like, slow down, stop having fun, stop (laughs) your social life, stop this, stop that. Like, don't, especially if it brings you joy. Like, if you are like going out every night, if you don't like to sleep a lot, like, but like somehow like it's bringing you joy and it's working for you, don't stop that. But figure out what parts of your life you could declutter, like Gina was Mm -hmm. saying, because it's going to bring you to a more pleasant state yeah. and more yes. mindful, you know, and that's a mindfulness is a big buzzword. Yes. You know, yeah. and you can be mindful about certain things or mindful about like your daily life. Mm-hmm. And I think for me personally, I'm very mindful about certain things. Do I think that I am a mindful, like I practice it overall no, but that's okay because yeah. there's so many things that are going to change. Exactly. You know, so how do you see yourself like being more mindful now that you have, you know, realigned your pie chart and, you know, decluttered your mind a little bit? Do you feel more mindful? I feel like a lo- more mindful in the sense of like weight has just been lifted mm-hmm. off and I have time like to think and time to choose like what I want to spend my time on and to be fair I'm going to be a huge self-critic of myself there's definitely things I've minimized in that pie chart the last year that like I wish I didn't Mm -hmm. you know it's like a journey of just understanding how to balance that prioritization and I definitely wish I've been like reaching out maybe to friends a little bit more you know I have been prioritizing a lot of other things in my life to fully unplug and that's like maybe want to shift that you know going forward and make that more of a priority so it's like these Mm -hmm. things can constantly change whether it's every year every quarter every month yeah and so that's the hard part is figuring out how to change it and being mindful of like all that and I um I fall back the the freaking buzzword thing of mindfulness I think it's like intimidating I never I feel like when you think of mindfulness, you see all these articles, books, like you need yeah. to meditate, you need to do this and, and stuff. And I it feel is, like it's a lot of like, you need to do this. Yeah. And it's like, you just, just, you just got to figure out what works for yourself. Mm-hmm. And I think I was like taken back by, oh, mindfulness, practice mindfulness, like the whole buzzword thing. I'm like, 
I'm just gonna like be more conscious of like what I'm what I'm doing what I'm here I think my biggest thing is I fall back on the senses the like the five senses like that brings you to like such a present moment like you're out on a walk like what are you smelling what are you hearing Mm -hmm. you can you can be on that same walk and be on your phone you can be on that same walk and not notice anything that's going around you Mm -hmm. and you might not be present but it's you can go on that same walk and be like smelling hearing feeling the wind like you know like around you and it just brings you to such like a calmer present state Mm -hmm. and it's not like I go on these like joyful walks every day either and you know like you're like skipping down (laughs) you're like I hear the birds and I smell the grass but it is like the littlest things that can bring you to this like mindful place yeah but I think people need to realize like I had to realize that so it's like I don't have to carve out 20 minutes you know in my day to meditate I can carve out five minutes in the middle of my day during work to just breathe yeah get up make coffee drink my coffee without worrying about what's in my email box like what the littlest thing and the Mm -hmm. tiniest thing can make like a difference in your day going forward yeah 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 I I'm really bad at that I'm gonna be honest like I will go on walks um and I love to walk outside. I also love to walk on the treadmill. And yeah. when I choose to walk on the treadmill, literally this is my mindset. It's multitasking. <laughs> I'm like, I can get yeah. my steps in. And a lot of the times I'm working on podcast stuff. Yeah. So I'll like be creating TikToks or I'll be creating my outline. But there have been days where I am like, oh, like I can go get a quick walk in, like respond to emails, do the TikTok, do the podcast thing, or just literally watch TikToks. Yeah. Um, and I sometimes we'll be like wait no you need to go outside like you mm-hmm. need to put the phone in your pocket and just walk and breathe and every time that I do that I don't realize it every day you know but yeah. some days I do realize it that I need to go outside and just breathe I come back and I feel more productive mm-hmm. or like I might have been like in a little afternoon slump and then I'll do that and I just it really will change the direction yeah. of your day mm-hmm. you know and that's like it's like a micro thing literally five minutes five yeah. minutes it could be the tiniest thing that can just project you into like a better day yeah yeah and I, I also think being outside is like so nice yeah. and, and that's one of the reasons why I moved to LA was to be outside more yeah. the weather is nice the way yeah except you the weather is not good in Chicago it's 80 I know and here it's 70 we brought the gloom we brought the midwest gloom I know <laughs> next week is supposed to be 80 and yeah. I'm like super super excited about that yeah. but and like I've even caught myself on this trip like like oh the weather you know and I'm I have to just stop I'm just happy to be here like yes. I'm just happy to be here I'm a bit chilly it's fine it's a bit chilly but we have great company <laughs> and yeah it's like that that's what matters so it's like yeah. why focus that attention on the sun that shine I was literally think I mentioned it I'm like oh they're just teasing us. This The yeah. weatherman's been telling us the sun's going to peak out and it hasn't. Yeah, it's so funny too because you were talking about the weather and you're on the weather app immediately. I'm like, I'm pulling up the weather app. Yeah. I'm like, we just got to fact check. Make sure like yeah. your app's working the same as mine. Yeah, literally. <laughs> um, so before Gina came on this trip, everyone, she texted me about being on this podcast. And it was perfect because there, you know, in the very beginning when I started this podcast, I told you guys all, I am very fortunate to have the friends that I do, and I just want to pick their brains. So when she first reached out to me, before I can reach out to her, she talked, you know, about this concept, and she wrote down a bunch of, like, little takeaways from a book, and she mentioned a few of them already. Um, And we're going to kind of probably retouch on 
this disconnect to reconnect. Mm -hmm. But one of the things that you sent me in your notes, Gina, was that it can feel lonely. Mm -hmm. And I think loneliness in your 20s is, it is a thing. It is valid. And I kind of want you to touch on when you felt lonely, when you were disconnecting. Because you did disconnect with all your social media and you live closer to your family, you know, you're prioritizing different things. And when you felt lonely, how did you kind of comprehend that and just keep moving forward and being like, you know what though? Like I am doing this for myself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think the most lonely I've ever felt was um, living abroad. Mm. and uh in school that was like the first time early 20s um my junior year and I chose to go alone so it was yeah. like choosing loneliness almost and you went to tell them what you're yeah I went to Milan Italy for a semester um and I didn't really go with anyone I knew um and I wanted to do that and I just love Italy I had you know family there but didn't live in the same city of like where my family was mm-hmm. um definitely visited them once but that time I say I still had the best abroad experience because it was like my step back like Mm -hmm. it was my step back from crazy college life and like having to do 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 schoolwork schoolwork go out go out like and and just like manage all of that and just I had nothing to do there but figure out how to fill my day and like push myself out of my comfort zone to make friends like push myself you know I got a like a nanny job there that mm-hmm. was freaking scary like to have a, some <laughs> foreign kid yeah, in your like hands. a two-year-old kid pick them up from daycare like yeah. I chose to be like so isolated I feel like and I don't think lonely should be like a negative fully like negative word because through loneliness personally like I I feel like I learned so much about myself. Yeah, there's growth. So much growth. So much growth because you're not just surviving in life and like your schoolwork, your timeline. Like you're taking the time to take a deep breath and like reflect and think and like feel the things. And like I feel like when you're so busy, you don't like feel all the emotions and like checking in with yourself, you know. And I had so much time to check in with myself. Mm -hmm. And it's so much like um, just like dinner dates by myself and my thoughts maybe played a podcast like you know I, I that's when I, I think I got into podcasts the most because it did help maybe feel less lonely but I learned so much mm-hmm. you know listening to podcasts there and even in this last year um unplugging a lot and disconnecting from social media I have kind of like resurfaced that loneliness but again it's like reprioritizing like I'm going through so much like personal growth and like learning about myself and like where I want to be Um, in my 20s and going forward and I definitely there's the pros and cons there you know Mm -hmm. I I feel more lonely and disconnected from some of you know maybe my friends but at the same time it's I feel more connected to my family and I feel more connected to myself Mm -hmm. and and stuff so it is that hard balance because you can still equally be happy that you're connected and like happy that you're disconnected but then at the same time you can be like sad about it and upset about it and I've definitely gone through the waves of that um but I for sure have like made it a point to like put my phone down a lot more my screen time has like oh my god I probably looked at the data just like nosedived after like I yeah. took all the social media apps out um that's awesome and, and it's like it's awesome but at the same time I'm you're missing out on some of those parts yeah but then it's like the whole idea you're struggling with is why yeah why do I 
care so much to be on the, like the social media and stuff. And, right. And what what like I figured out was I just wanted to like spend time, you know, with people physically or making more like dinner dates with my family or, you know, yeah. my roommate and, and making time like with my boyfriend and stuff. So it's it is just it's hard to balance that. And it's like I still am going through the what's right, what's wrong. I don't think I'll ever know. It's just what feels right. What and, feels right. Yeah. yeah. And it's coming to terms with it, too, because I think loneliness in your 20s it's a deep feeling yeah and it's a lot of the times it's not because you are lonely you know it's because you're in a transitional stage Mm -hmm. and an age and you might have so many people around you but maybe your interests aren't directly aligning you know so now you are learning to reconnect and make time where you guys can still bond and it's just that learning phase that initial phase of knowing that oh I actually have to do this Mm -hmm. or be more adamant and on top of it it feels lonely because it's a transition you're re-navigating I think any change or re-navigating of any part comes with loneliness and it's just learning to come to terms with it yeah you know because even in LA sometimes you know I'll be like catching up with all my friends or I'll be out and I'm like this just feels lonely Mm -hmm. and sometimes I just have to step back and I'm like but I'm not alone you know I feel lonely I'm not alone I just have to learn how to connect with people on similar interests you know and it's hard but we you learn you know and there are going to be so many different transitional phases transitional phases in our life yeah we're just at the first one, which is a really big one. And I feel like, too, in your 20s, when you hit this first age, you're like, oh, my gosh, this is, like, the rest of my life. Yeah. Like, I always thought that. I was like, this is the rest of my life. Now I'm like, wait. So much more. I heard after 25, life gets yeah. amazing. We literally were talking about that. We're like, when, when are we going to peak? Like, yeah. Like, yeah. I think 25, 35 is a good sweet spot to, yeah, just live life to the fullest. But, like, also, it's like I know so many, like, older age people that are just like doing life right and I look up to them so much oh same it's so cool like Tink's the podcast I think she's 32 yeah she's like living the life that like I want to live you know she has like like that funny personality like outgoing like loves her dirty martinis and her wine and but also like loves her like oatmeal in the morning she cold plunges (laughs) Love that girl. Yeah, we cold plunged today. Well, no, Emma did. Let's, I, let's not put us in that boat because Emma, we're so proud of you. You cold plunged today after we surfed with wetsuits. And then I was sitting there and I was like, yeah, Gina, I might not cold plunge today. And like I was just waiting for a response like because if, if she was going to say like, that's okay, Emma. I was like, I would not have cold yeah. plunged. And then she was like, no, like you should. Like we, we came out here to cold plunge. And I was like, yeah, you're right. I but knew I you were doing that too. You were doing the like, oh, I don't know. I feel like I knew you're fishing for like I a was, second opinion. I, I do that all the time. I was fishing. Um, but Gina went back in with me and she was in the water for an hour and a half. So it was a cold yeah. plunge for you. I was a little like bit. a minute. Yeah. Just put my body in shock and ran back out. <laughs> I still have never done a cold plunge, but I don't know if I will. But you have tomorrow lovely. morning. Maybe. Maybe you would like it up. <laughs> Mike might drag me. He's definitely into that. He takes cold showers. I, I can never do that. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've, I don't do them all the time, but I do them sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Mike would love it. Mike picked up on surfing fast. I was very impressed. Yeah. He did amazing. Yeah. He did. Th- he did the same with snowboarding. He picked it up really fast. Definitely. It's very similar. Yeah. Just athletic guys. Athletic 
<laughs> um, so getting back into the topic and not just cold plunging, we talked about micro habits and mm-hmm. I want you, what are some micro habits that you do like that you make you feel happy and healthy? Yeah. In your daily life. What are some little micro habit routines? Little micro habits. I'm I'm a bad habit person. I'm like I'm almost like taking my bad habits away and mm-hmm. trying to build good habits because there's like both. Yeah. But a lot of my good micro habits I've been trying to stay true to is just my morning tea. I think that's just like my 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 day the where grounding I just, yes, it's like the grounding moment. I'm a huge tea person. If some anyone knows me and it is just like a wholesome cup of tea a lot of the times like when mike comes over like we just will always have a night tea like Mm -hmm. that is always a staple in like the routine and it's just a nice like thing to do i have a lot of like tea during the day and i think it helps me get through the work day especially if it's like a hectic day yeah it's just like take five minutes to steep it Mm -hmm. brew it you know like take that time you're drinking tea right now yeah i'm drinking tea right now literally (laughs) It's my grounding, like, yeah. calming thing. Um, but I guess, like, other micro habits um, I'm trying to build because, again, yeah. I'm not someone who, like, embodies this, like, perfect We're all just we're doing trying. our best. Yeah. And, and who actually knows how long it'll stick? Who actually knows people? Yeah. I, I mean, I look up to you a lot because you are walk walk girl queen. I, I need to girl. go on more walks. I think I fall into that, oh, I don't have time for an hour walk or mm-hmm. something because I love long walks. I just need to get that like 25 minute walk in, you know, if I have 20 minutes, go out, put your shoes on, do it. Mm -hmm. I think I'm trying to build that in to my schedule a lot. Um, And then my other like habit to help with just like decluttering your space because your environment's Mm -hmm. like a big thing, minimalism, you know, like Mm -hmm. figuring out how to not live with a lot of junk. Um, I've been really trying to purge my closet. And I was never, like, a big shop, like, shopper anyway, like, online shopper. But um, there's, like, this, like, hanger trick you do where I, <laughs> I'm, like, scared to do it because I think it'll make me purge, like, a lot more of my clothes than I already have where every, you know, you start yeah. in, like, a season and then at you any clothes you take out and wear for that day, you put the hanger back, like, the other way or, like, when you wash them, like. So you can see what clothes you're wearing and not yeah. wearing. It's so like a visual thing, yeah. a year goes by or even, like, six months goes by yeah. and you didn't touch a piece of clothing, like. Sell it. Let's reevaluate. Yeah. Let's, what, should we donate it? it? Like, give it to someone. Like, yeah. Sell it. So um, that I've been trying to do, but I've definitely purged a lot of my closet. Mm-hmm. And it's just less space. Decluttering. Yeah, decluttering, sure. like. I mean, we don't really have a lot, I feel like, at this age because we don't have, like, homes or things to color, but the littlest things help, like... Yeah, the only thing yeah. I really own is clothes and yeah. shoes. I found so much joy, though, like, re- like finding new outfits, like, oh. in my closet that I have never worn, like, two pieces together. I love restyling yeah. pieces. and I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is another outfit with mm-hmm. a pair of pants I love, or... And just like yeah, finding You're like, like make things that hanger go yeah. this way, so we're not donating. <laughs> yeah, and then it also challenges you, and it's like yeah, you're really into fashion and stuff, and mm-hmm. it's just fun. It's like a fun thing to do, and and it's an expression of yourself, which is yeah. awesome. So, but it is. It's not like I'm dwelling down to like ten t-shirts. <laughs> oh yeah, it's just I I do the like, do I need to buy this? Do I need to donate this? Like I take a big pause before I buy things too. Yeah. Now, like when I even at thrift stores, I'll. Like, do I need this? Mm-hmm. A lot of times, I'll I'll thrift something, and in six months, I've only worn it once. I'm like, I'm gonna I'm gonna recycle too. this back into that system because I I don't even use it. Yeah. So I just try to reevaluate like if I need it, or I've just like getting into the 
excitement of shopping. <laughs> yeah. No, those are those are good. Those are good. Those are good micro habits. Um, and literally, like she said, you guys, it literally just takes like starting to like think about this stuff. Like, don't up and change your life or like think this is a dramatic thing because it's yeah. not. But I'm excited for you guys to listen to this and take some tips and let Gina and I know what you think. Um, she has read some books, done some research. So if you want, Gina, you can share like information with me and I'll put it in your show notes. Um, also, you have an amazing traveling Instagram, which I can also put in the show notes. That has been on pause. I need to get that. I know you should after this trip. You should. (laughs) Um, but I was absolutely thrilled to have you on. I really wanted people to listen to your insight and your experiences and you inspire me so much. I just love you dearly, Gina G. So everyone, I hope you enjoy this episode and I hope you enjoy the rest of your week because dinner, because dinner and I, because Gina and I have dinner plans. So (laughs) thank you everyone. We'll talk soon. Bye.